Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Hey ladies, this is Shug Burry. I am the host of Him For Her Radio, and boy, do we got a lot of words to follow today. I am with my co-guest host, Reagan Kramer. Reagan, thank you so much for being here. Love being here. Thanks for asking me back, Shug. Yes, we are so jazzed up. You know, thank you, listeners, for allowing me to come back, and you haven't just shut that, <laughs> that iTunes off, or you haven't shut us off in the different stations that we are throughout the United States. And if you would like to have this be aired in your hometown, would you reach out to us at himforherministries.org? H-I-M, number four, ministries.org. We are finding that God is just spreading this show all over the United States and in Africa, and I'm super pumped. And if we're not live in your uh, in your area or in your town, reach out to your local Christian AM, FM station and have them reach out to us as well, because we are here for you, ladies. This is a place where your voice can be heard. And in an upside down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, we want to get it right in Jesus Christ. This is hot topics through the lens of Jesus. And today we have got a woman who I just instantly, I haven't met her yet personally face to face, but I feel like she is my friend, Reagan. I do too. I tell you, we did a part one. And if you didn't listen to the part one, would you pause it, go back, listen to part one. And we're talking with not only any everyday kind of gal, but we're talking to the powerhouse, Sally Burke. Reagan, would you tell us a little bit about her? I would love to. Sally Burke is a dynamic speaker, teacher, author, and president of Moms in Prayer International, not just national, international. She leads a worldwide ministry that equips and encourages women in the transforming power of prayer. And who doesn't need prayer? Amen. Sally is an avid runner, a fast talker, and a fervent lover of Jesus. Sally and her husband, Ed, have four grown children, three grandkids, and live in sunny California. Welcome, Sally. Oh, it's so fun to be with you guys again. And I feel like you guys are my friends already. (laughs) I love it. And I tell you, I have a seven-year-old at home, Sally, and I don't know where I would be without prayer. Yes, yes. Prayer is that anchor to our soul. Prayer is where we receive that peace and that wisdom that we need. Mm, I love it. And you hit it on the head. Wisdom. God tells us in the book of James that if we ask for wisdom, he will give it without measure, without finding fault. And I love that because not only are we talking to you, Sally Burke, but you got a lot of wisdom in a couple books that you just brought out. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the Moms in Prayer's two new books, Raise Them Up, Start with Praise Book, as well as I want to talk about Unshaken a little bit. Yes, I would love to. The whole reason I wrote this is at first I started with Unshaken because I saw everybody was so shaken out there, yet I've witnessed God move in the lives of women in the most hopeless, helpless situations and watch Him empower them 
forward. And, and so I wanted to share those stories out there. And then we wrote, start with praise. I wanted praise to become a habit of their life because I witnessed as we get to know who God is by name, by attribute, by character, what he does in our lives and how that gives us a steadfastness and immovability that that nothing can uh, hinder what God has created us to do. And then we want to be praying for the kids. And that's where this uh, next book came out is raise them up. God has a great plan, a mighty plan for this next generation, but we must be about prayer and not Mm -hmm. just any type of prayer, but that eternal prayer, that prayer uh, that goes forth and does not come back void, praying God's word over our kids. Amen. And you know that Unshaken, I love that title because there's a lot of women that I see inside and outside of prison that are all shook up, like they're freaking out. They're having anxiety attacks. They don't know how to relax. They don't know how to give it to God. Can you give us a little advice um, through that Unshaken book? And is there any kind of guide or a Bible study that goes with that? Yes, there is a study guide that we have that goes right alongside of it. So not only do you read the stories, but you get to apply what transformed a woman's life. And, you know, God tells us in Romans 12, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the Mm -hmm. renewing of your mind to show his good, acceptable, perfect will. God has a great and a mighty plan for each person that he created. He breathes his breath into them, and God never wastes his breath on anyone or any situation. And So for us, what we need to do is keep our mind set on God. You know, he who keeps his mind stayed on thee is kept in perfect peace because we trust in him. But trust comes from reading his word and talking to him, living out this life that God has given us. And God knows the plans he has for us. Not Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. but God knows each day that he has prepared. He has prepared good works for me beforehand and to walk into them. And, And so I need that ongoing conversation with God. I need to be talking to him. I can pour out all my fears, all my worries, everything. God is just waiting to hear them and then move in them. You see, Fear can either paralyze us or propel us. Mm-hmm. And it, it just depends on what we do with it. If we take that fear, we let it just marinate in our brains, and then we're going to become paralyzed. But if we take that fear and take it to God, mm-hmm. he's going to move you forward. I and mean, you think about Joseph. He was thrown at the bottom of, of a pit, but he looked up and he looked up and he looked up. And what God did in his life was saving a nation from famine, saving the world from famine, because God had a plan for him, mm-hmm. and he kept looking up and looking up. Yeah, and you know, I'm going to buy some of those books. I'm bringing them into prison. I can't wait, Sally. I'll keep you in touch and let you know how it's responded. Okay. And you know, I like the way that you've taken it not only from a mom's point of view or a woman's point of view, but then you bring it to raise them up, which is in the kids. And humor us just for a second, uh, you know, Reagan and myself, I love the way you opened your book up, but yet God in that raise them up book. Unpack what that means. You and I, we see outside. That's all we see. We see one dimensional. We see all the things that are on the news, all the shootings, all this, all that. And, And we can get shaken. And yet God in the midst of that, it's just waiting to empower you forward. Just, just one person on a elementary school campus can turn that campus around for Christ, a whole entire campus, a whole entire college or a city or a town. And he does it over and over again. We, we look in the book of Acts, 12 ordinary men empowered by the Holy Spirit turns our world upside down for Christ. And our time is now. Mm-hmm. And so we must raise up this next generation through the power of prayer. And, and that's God has chosen prayer as the avenue in which he wants to 
to move. I mean, he, he chose that, to move through it. He looks for a man in whom he can change what's happening here on this earth. And, and as soon as he finds that person, we see Moses, one man, leading the children of Israel to victory. And in Ezekiel 22, he says, I look for a man in whom I, I could place my heart found none, and so the children of Israel were taken prison. So it, our time is now Amen. to raise up this generation. I love that, Sally. And your goal, the Moms in Prayer, your ministry, you say one of your goals is two or more women for every school in the world. What does that mean? Explain that a little yes. bit. Yes. Well, like in, in my town, when I first joined Moms in Prairie, there was maybe four uh, schools that were covered. Well, we kept sharing it, and we kept praying that every school would be covered. And then pretty soon throughout my valley, I felt 60 schools covered. Then we would see hmm. Christian principals, Christian superintendents, revival, good news on campuses. So we began just to share what this ministry was doing in our life, and it spread and it spread and it spread and it grew. And, and the more groups that are covered, the more you not only change one school, but you change a whole town, a whole county, and then a whole state. Mm. And then you can change this generation. I, I love this one woman in Cameroon. I love what she said. Don't ask God what type of Cameroon you're going to leave this generation. Ask God what type of generation are you going to leave Cameroon. And that's really what we're about. That's beautiful. So two women for every school. They're praying for the schools, the teachers, the students, even the bus drivers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of my favorite answers to prayers. We began to pray for the bus drivers. And I saw one bus driver come out. We prayed for her that morning. And she was like kicking stone. She was really upset. And I said, hey, how can I pray for you? And and she just said, oh, I had a rough day. And she goes, who are you? And by this time, our whole school is being so impacted that people knew about Moms in Prayer. And, and they knew that I was a leader. And I said, well, my name's Sally Burke. And she looked at me. I looked at this skinny little mom <laughs> with a two-year-old hanging on me. And she goes, oh, no, you're not. I go, I'm not. And she goes, oh, no, no. And I go, oh, does Sally love Jesus? Oh, yeah. Great things are happening. And I loved it because God got all the glory, not me. And this bus driver began to start a Bible study in the bus (laughs) depot. She came to tell me the next week. She figured out that I was Sally. She thought, if you can do it, anybody can do it. And so eight different bus drivers came, and on that bus depot, they had a Bible study. I love it. Yes. But yet God, amen, but yet God, only God, God has such a sense of humor. I mean, he uses the least of these for his greatest work. And ladies, if you feel like you're the least of these, you better hang on, sister, because God is going to use you for his greatest work. If you're just listening, I am one of the least of these. My name is Shugbury. I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, H-I-M, number for her radio. It's all, it's God for you, ladies. God is for you. Look us up online, if you would, at uh, Him for Her Ministries. We have five initiatives. Radio is one of them. Ladies, this is a listener-supported show. And I use all of your tips and suggestions and topics, all these topics, all these people that have come forward, including Sally Burke, who's with us today, is because of a recommendation of a listener. They want to hear more about different topics. And honestly, 
Reagan, wouldn't you agree? There is no topic we're not touching. Amen. I mean, we're going to have uh, next week, John, I hope you're ready for this. Next week, we are going to have the largest cannabis grower in the world on air with us. Oh, my goodness. I know. Hang on. <laughs> hang on, John. Yeah, what? And they're Christians. You know, believe it or not. So um, keep listening. Donate. Help us bring this show, and not only the show, help us bring the gospel to the darkest corners of the world. The other initiatives involve going to women's conferences and sharing the gospel there, talking about everything I've seen God do inside and outside of prison for women. I tell you, I love women, and I love Sally Burke. Sally, if I were doing a good job... I'd be asking you some tough questions. Are you hanging on? I got a few tough questions coming up. Yes, I love it. Okay, so this isn't your mom's mamsy pamsy easy peasy show. Uh, You know, I was in the shower. I know you find that hard to believe. And I'm thinking (laughs) to myself, what's going on in these schools? What's going on with kids? What's going on with moms and the fears? On part one, we talked about school shootings and the anxiety that people have about that. I want to talk a little bit about the things that are in the forefront of people's minds like bullying or things that are happening with vaping and with drug use. And the kids are so young. Sally, can you share with us a little bit of some of the proactive things you guys are doing in this area? Yes. One of the very first things we do, we always pray that our kids or any uh, kids on that campus will be, will get caught. And many of them have been moms and prayer children that got caught, you know, whether mm-hmm. using drugs or this or that. And once they get caught, you get to pray the redemption yes. and the repentance and all of that. But we do pray. We've seen over and over again uh, drugs getting busted, different things happening on our campuses, and then we see revival and spiritual awakening. Bullying is big. I think one of my favorite stories is there was a young man, uh, his grandmother was praying for him. He had autism. Hmm. And so he would get bullied every single day by a really tough, mean kid. And his grandma says, just pray for the bullies. Don't say anything. Just pray for yeah. them. And then when this kid went away to, he went to college, there was the bully. And the bully came up to him and he goes, I am so sorry. He goes, I know you go to church. Take me to church. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, the, the power of prayer can undo anything Satan means for evil. Amen. You know, we we think about that shield of faith. Mm-hmm. We need to lift up every single day to knock down every fiery dart that comes our way. Mm-hmm. And really, even the shield of faith for that mom who says, oh, no, I'm so scared this is going to happen. Different things will come at us that God mm-hmm. allows to finish, to conform us into the image of Christ. And as we pray, as our kids go through those testings, we're going to watch our kids become more Christ-like with each passing day. Amen. I have the chills from that story, Sally. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. Uh, I remember just being a young mom and just being so. Uh, what's you know what's going on? I don't even. Is he, does he have a cold? I mean, you're asking a million questions to yourself. You have some anxiety, and maybe you know two, three, four years old. Do you have to have your kids in kindergarten, or can you start in this ministry, moms in prayer, at any time? At any time, one of the young ladies in our group, uh, she has a two-year-old, okay. and she knows she used to be a teacher, so she knew right away since she heard about moms and prayers, she wanted to begin that week to begin to pray for her child. And Sally, why is it important that we pray in a group? Because, I mean, you know, you're doing the laundry and your kid's at school and you shoot an arrow prayer, like, please, Lord, help them be loving and kind today. You know, you do those things, but why is it important that we get with a group of women that were 
all in the same boat, and we just want the best for our kids. We want them to know Jesus. We want them to be safe and protected and healthy and all of those things. But why does the power come from that group? God speaks, when he speaks about prayer, more than any type of prayer he talks about is unified prayer. If you'll notice that throughout the Bible, it's like 70% of the ways people pray as we gather to together to pray where two or more gather together in his name and it is done and in his name is according to his will and then his presence is there and, and sometimes you're weary sometimes you're tired and that other mom has a holy spirit gift that she unleashes as she prays for your child I'm, as much as i travel i never want to miss out on that week because that other mom has something so special so incredible for my child that sometimes I have to open up my eyes and say, do you know my child? And they mm-hmm. don't, but God knows my child. Mm-hmm. And and so every week that other mom is coming alongside of me battling. I, I remember uh, one time my, when my oldest daughter was going through a really tough time and somebody at church asked me, aren't you embarrassed? Because the whole church, you know, mm-hmm. of course had heard. And I said, no, I love my child. I'm praying for my child. Every week I go to mom's in prayer. Everybody just stayed there in prayer. Everybody loved her unconditionally and still do to this day, never judged her, never anything. And sometimes I just go, oh, Lord, you know, help her. And that other person would pray with these incredible prayers. And I said, I agree. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so that's, that's, we need one another. God did not. We do. And, yeah. Moses, when he, his arms grew tired, Aaron and Earth yes. came. Yes. alongside of them. And he was interceding for the children of Israel. We're mm-hmm. interceding for our children. So we need the same help. And some of you that might be listening, you might be living in a more rural area or you live in the cities or you're in prison. We have quite a few people who listen in prison. And sometimes, like what you had said, there's a darkness or there's a loneliness or you feel like you're not unified or you need some friends. What a great way to get connected. Get connected. Find and search out momsinprayer.org. Look up their books that they have. Um, and, you know, I love what you said, Sally, that you would pray that they get caught. You know, I got to say, kids, Shelly and Ben, I know you're listening. I prayed that all the time for you, too, that you would get caught. And, you know, the women inside of prison, when I look at them, they say, if I wasn't caught and put into prison, I would be dead by now. And I've just watched how God has restored them through the power of prayer. And that not only that, now they're inside of prison, they're sober, they're thinking straight, and they're praying for their kids on the other side of the wall. And they're seeing God answer the hand of prayer. Um, And those prayers that are lifted up that God's hand then moves because of the prayer. And I love what scripture says. It tells us that we need, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Ladies, if you feel weak and frustrated, ask God to come into your life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. And Sally, is there, you're in public schools and private schools, is that correct? Yes. Any school, homeschool, private school, public school. And if your kids are out of school, they still need prayer. And then there may be a neighborhood school that you will cover in prayer. So, yes, all ages. They're never too young and never too old for us to be praying for them. And do the schools know that you're praying for them? Oh, the schools almost ask us to pray for them. That's the amazing thing is usually uh, we pray in our homes or you pray at a church, uh, wherever it may be. And sometimes we come in and we say, we like to bring goodies into the teachers. We're praying for you. Right now, Moms and Prayer reputation is so good Hmm. that they're like, great leave goodies out there. And I've, I've seen unsaved principals 
come up mm-hmm. to me and go, your prayers are being answered. <laughs> I'm going to this school. Can you get me a mom's in prayer for this school? So it's a welcome, and it's a positive thing. In mom's in prayer, we don't complain. We don't talk about the teachers. We yeah. pray for the we teachers. For we thank God for the teachers. And then we watch God save them. There was one teacher that people were complaining about. She wasn't a Christian, so she didn't know what she was doing was wrong. So all we did is pray for her. We'd mm-hmm. say, I love her, and then pray for her. Well, she came to know Jesus, and my two younger kids were in her um, in her kindergarten class. So wow. you never know. You need to be praying. Mm, I love that. And, you know, I believe that you also have a daily scripture prayer that is offered. Yes. How can people find that? Go to our website, momsandprayer.org. Um, you'll see it. You'll see it on our Facebook. And those are scriptures. Mondays for you, Tuesday a child, Wednesday another child, Thursday a teacher, and then Friday a school. But I don't want them just to do that. I want them to be part of a group. Those moms and prayer women I've been praying with are still my best friends. It's mm. close to 30 years yeah. we've been praying together. They love my kids. We fall in love with each other's kids. My kids are friends with with their kids, we always pray for Christian friends. Well, there they are, right in our moms and prayer groups and their kids. So it's an amazing gift to, to be together. Yes, do the scripture prayer. I do it every day, but also join a group. Yes, I remember when I had asked God, God, I just need some Christian friends. And boy, did he ever provide. I mean, you know, Reagan's yeah. sitting right across from me. John, you're one of those people Aww. I prayed for. <laughs> so Thank thankful. You, so thankful for you guys. Now, I, here's another tough question. Um, Sally, Again, uh, we've had therapists on our show. Uh, We've talked about anxiety. Um, Many people, professionals, have come on our show, and they talk about the confusion kids have in their sexual identity and the anxiety they're getting from that. Um, How would you address that at individual schools when this is really becoming prevalent everywhere? You know, I was talking to some teachers about that recently because I live in California, and the curriculum's coming down. You don't tell them, you know, what they are. They can be anything. But the teacher said that we need to be praying who's writing that curriculum. Because if you get in Mm. your school district, like we have in ours, a Christian, they will write in such a way that it protects the kids. And we've seen that where we have moms in prayer, just in my valley, that happening. So that's very important. But one thing that you always pray, we're praying God's word over our child, that they know who they are in Christ. Mm-hmm. They know that they're fearfully and wonderfully made. So you always take it back to the scripture. It doesn't matter. You think about Daniel and his three friends. They were taken into a worldly kingdom, and they had to learn everything that was being taught in this, this really uh, pagan um, and terrible uh, place. And yet, they never defiled themselves. So so as you pray for your kids, you are praying in God's Word, God's protection, and the mind of Christ. You want them to have that mind of Christ. So different things are—I spoke on Australian um, radio, and their big thing was the fluent uh, sexuality and how do we uh, protect our kids from it. And it's really God's going to protect our kids from it as we pray. It is God who gives them the mind of Christ. It's God who empowers them. No matter what's being shown to them, they can stand firm in that. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, uh, I'll quote my pastor, he says, sometimes the best case for Christ is Christians, and sometimes the worst case for Christ is Christians. (laughs) So I think what we really need to do is understand our identity is not in our sexual preference. 
Our identity is in who Jesus Christ is, Mm -hmm. who God is in this situation. But the anxiety I'm seeing in these kids at such young ages, it's so confusing for them. And in Philippians 4, it talks about, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer. And that's what, Sally, that's what you guys are doing. And petition, meaning, you know, seeking God in this and request. But most of all, let's pray like it's already done. Let's pray with thanksgiving. Present your request to God. So I'm going to close this out in a prayer, Sally. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Please look up Sally Burke on uh, momsinprayer.org and look at all the great things that they're doing. Father God, as we pray in prayer, we're praying in praise that you are going to work a mighty work through Moms in Prayer. And it will be a global effort that people will seek you first and they will seek your righteousness, and all these other things will be given to you as well. Oh, Father, I just pray more than anything that our listener who doesn't know you right now will take a minute and say, Jesus, I know you're a gentleman. You're just waiting for me to invite you into my life, and I'm going to do that right now. I'm not sure what that looks like, but I'm going to say yes to you, Jesus. And it's in God's glorious name we pray, Jesus Christ. This is Shugbury over and out. Thank you to Reagan Kramer and Sally Burke. I love you guys. Over and out. Thank you. Thank you.